Welcome to Astrology Today, coming to you not quite live from beautiful Victoria. I am with my co-host, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we really like doing these together. They're so much better. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. So we will be your hosts. Uh, maybe Jenna will join us. She hasn't come yet, but uh, she has a life. She's young. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, what we are up to today is, of course, the yearly forecast for the mutable signs, which would be Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. Um, and then following that, we'll likely kind of just do the animated clock. And when we hit particular ingresses, we will stop and have a look at what those charts are. So mm -hmm. might be saying to us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um we no, I guess we don't. I guess it's just our smiling face, and I have to get the right mouse to the right computer so that I have my list in front of us. Um, you know, so right from the get go, mutable signs have kind of been off the radar, which you know is kind of nice, and I'm sure they're you know, they look around at the you know, the poor fixed signs and the challenged cardinal signs and they go come on you guys you can adapt you can you can change really you can <laughs> yes although very few people will have all mutable signs well that's time. true that so is true most people will have experienced some cardinal and fixed <laughs> yeah challenges <laughs> that have been quite yeah. thick and yeah. maybe challenging their mutable mutability yes <laughs> but they are the signs that um can make any kind of transition more doable um you know fixed as we said on our last episode they're the ones that are going to get it done they're mm. going to carry that ball up the mountain they're going to get it done the cardinals are going to get stuff started and the mutables that's what we look to within ourselves to make the adaptions to make the changes to you know adjust um, course adjust course to find alternatives you know the ones that are willing to go out and look for a different way or find an old way or yeah 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 well and that's you know it takes all three elements yes. all three uh, modes mode, modes to yeah. to that's why there are 12 different signs yeah different combinations we, and everybody has all 12 signs in their chart somewhere in your chart you have yeah. the mutable areas Yes, exactly, so where can, you, you will look to. And what's interesting, I think, too, about mutable signs is um, they have these two rulers, traditionally, mm -hmm. um, which is just Mercury and Jupiter. Um, the lights aren't involved. The malefics aren't involved. So we've, uh, you know, we've got um, Jupiter, which is considered the greater benefic. And we have Mercury, which is he's the trickster he's the ability to go from um you know what's out here in the world to what's deep inside of us yeah i mean in, mytho yeah. in mythology he could go from the heights of olympus down to the depths of hades and yeah exactly. he was, and he was the only one who could so. exactly so those are our two keys and then in modern times we added our favorite planet neptune not <laughs> Especially not these days. But it seems to me to be a very apt ruler for Pisces. Yes, yes. It definitely, that would be its home turf. Yeah. Um, okay. So following that preamble, let's dive in. Okay. So, oh, the highlights for <laughs> mutable signs. You can see I didn't. 
Oh, well, that's okay. So Pluto, who has since 2008 been in a cardinal sign of Capricorn, um, he's, he's doable. He's workable. Cardinal and mutable actually can find common ground quite easily. Um, and so, you know, with its um, finishing off and its slight toe dipping back and forth into Aquarius, let's just look at its Capricorn piece. And so, you know, for Virgo, that's obviously a trine. For Pisces, that's obviously a sextile. And so with those two types of energies, when it does dip back into Capricorn, they can work with that. Um, Sag and Gemini, Sag is like, really? Do we even notice that? Probably not. Um, but with Gemini, it's like, the irritation of trying to find the right facts uh-huh. and what dots really need to be. And, and it's not, you know, it's an in conjunct, so it's not a comfortable fit. And so Gemini's, you can pretty much expect every time it dips back out of Aquarius that you're going to go back to that irritation thing. Um, but mostly what we're going to look at then, of course, is Pluto's about to come up to 20 odd years of being in Aquarius. Uh-huh. Which which harmonizes better for Gemini. Yeah, Gemini and Sag, exactly. So as we transition into a world that is going to get transformed through Aquarius, Gemini is going to offer the ability to find the connecting dots, which when you take life out to the periphery and readjust instead of having this centralized social paradigm, um, Gemini, we're going to all be wanting that ability to find the new dots that are actually yeah. going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah it's, and we're moving. And Capricorn is, I mean, it's sort of the preeminent symbol of corporatocracy of that centralization, and you know that it's leaving there. That Pluto is leaving. Yes, that is, yeah. is I think, a really good thing because. It's we've gone over the top with that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay, so Sag, Sag going to get excited about a new shift, you know, from this centralized paradigm to, you know, what else is out there. Sag is always happily willing to explore new horizons. Um, and, you know, so again, there over the next 20 years, they're going to be on board to support the shift that we're looking for. And both Sag and Aquarius are very interested in freedom. and Yes, yes. You know, with that. Yeah. 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 The individual. And okay. So next we have Virgo and Virgo, bless their hearts. We we're all incredibly happy that there are, you know, a multitude of Virgos in the helping professions that, you know, pay attention to every little dot and every little T and, you know, get it all that information in the right order and all the rest of it. This is an in conjunct. So not uh, not (laughs) pleasant for the Virgos that are out there. Um, Our condolences. (laughs) But it's it's true. It's just, but we're going to need them, you know. And so we're going to have to cut them some slack because as we reorient our paradigm into something, hopefully that's going to sustain us on this planet without destroying the planet, um, we're going to need them. And so we got to cut them slack. Um, you know, yeah, that because that's well, an uncomfortable. And also, um, unless you've got planets at the very beginning of those signs, yes. you won't 
likely notice it yeah. right away. I mean, yeah, not to an intense degree. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, heads up. Well, I mean, globally, we're going to, going to notice yeah. it because it's yeah. Whenever it's they, a huge, huge change. It is. I mean, it is it, because Pluto moves so slowly. Yeah, it goes you know yeah. very slow round through the zodiac, and so you know we don't. This isn't really un, this is really unfamiliar territory for anybody yes, who's alive today. 248 years ago. Yeah. And what I find amazing is already the number of news references to 2008, which is when Pluto dropped into Capricorn, yeah. are now being referenced for its moment before it transitions into the next oh, sign. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be a much different kettle, oh, yeah. kettle of fish going into exactly. So for Pisces, they're probably just going to go la 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 in terms of that Aquarian piece for the next 20 odd years. But one thing to always keep in mind when a planet changes into a sign that's right next door to a sign that you have a lot of points in, you're likely to still, especially if it's the sun, like if you have sun in Pisces, you're very likely going to have something in Aquarius, right? So it could get up close and personal. And given the, the sensitivity of Pisces, you yeah. feel something. Yeah, you will. You won't necessarily know what it is, but yeah. you'll feel <laughs> something. Yes, <laughs> they feel that shift in temperature kind of. Oh, yeah, totally. In the, the world energetic. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the difficulties for Pisces is that sensitivity to what's out there. Yes, that can distract them and not confuse them about what's in here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of Pisces, of course, they have since 2011 been fielding that wonderful Neptune in Pisces, which I personally don't like. Um, and they might be okay with it. Well, and, and the ones that I have talked to, um, I've totally encouraged them to, um, you know, and sort of in, in terms of raising the energetic yeah. Uh, vibration of you know humans yeah. uh, they are the conduit and oh, have been since 2011 yeah and so they will continue to do that so the degrees that are uh, are impacted the most are from 22 to 27 degrees of pisces that last decan of pisces those are the ones who are getting the direct hit from neptune and so one of the things i usually counsel people that are getting that direct hit is know that your sensitivity is way off the scale, not that it isn't to begin with, but it's even further. And you will totally be um, vulnerable to any kind of toxic, poisonous, yes. whether that's just emotional vibes or physical. Yeah. 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 Be, yeah. be very strategic in the environments and uh, what you come in contact with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly what you put into your body. Yes, that. yeah, so, yeah. But And yeah. also just the energetics around you, oh, you yeah. know, like, because you're way too open. And, way too and open. that's very difficult in a world where we have so much um, EMFs, which are electromagnetic frequencies, because we are electromagnetic beings. Yes, right? we it messes have. with our system. Yeah. And if you're that sensitive, it can really mess with you. Yeah. So. Yeah. So pay particular attention if you have significant signatures in that last decan of Pisces. Mm -hmm. So for Virgo, the, this 
energetic. It rolls in the door. Um, for some, it'll just be fog and they'll be trying to cut themselves yeah. through it, trying to figure out, you know, what do I actually need to deal with? What do I need to just go that scrap? It can be a very frustrating yeah. energy for yeah. Virgos who want to be clear and focused. Exactly. And Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So anything. again, the last 10 degrees of Virgo, you know, you might have been snickering to the early degree Virgos and going, oh, you guys, you just don't know how to do this. And oh. it's your turn. <laughs> it's yeah. your turn. Okay. So for Sagittarius and Gemini, this is the T square. This is getting, you know, crashed into in the middle of the intersection. Um, yeah. My suspicion is, is it will be um, kind of a battleground, definitely for Sag, because it'll be about worldview and who's right and who's wrong. Whereas Gemini, um, they're probably going to, you know, just wheedle their way around it, mm -hmm. right? You know, because they can just rearrange the dots they're connecting. Yeah, but it is the T-square. So, you know, be aware that that T-square is in the fog bank, yeah. right? So you may not actually notice it until you have the crash. Yeah, and yeah. it can be just, you know, confusion and it can be um, misdirection. Yeah, misdirection, yeah. yeah. You know, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you're on a spiritual journey, then it can be an opportunity to really let go and up your game. But that's... Yeah, wherever yeah. Neptune is, that's the best advice is to yeah. focus on the spirit, you know, on spiritual grounding and... Yeah. Whatever that means to you, finding yeah, exactly. that spiritual yeah. foundation for yourself. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving on to Uranus. Okay, mm. so Uranus has been in Taurus since 2018. And for mutable signs, this disruption to the fixed energy, they can help facilitate because change is what they're about. Right. And so when the fixed signs get really bogged down, you need to look to a corresponding elemental connection, you know, so when Aquarius gets bogged down, they need to call on a Gemini when, um, you know, a Taurus gets bogged down, they need to call on a Virgo uh, when Scorpio gets bogged down. And I do <laughs> call on my, my, my Piscean friends to help me, you know, deal with huge adjustments that fixed energy is just like really yeah. really seriously yeah so you know take advantage of that and you know again leo you want to look to sag energy and so this will continue while uranus is still in taurus and it stays there until 2025 so keep that in mind look for your elemental friend out there which is mutable to give you a hand oh, okay so <laughs> okay so for for virgo um it can translate right for the earth signs it's going to um uh, give some really concrete practical ways that changes can happen um for pisces they're going to give a um, probably a soothing edge that at least that's what it does for me when I'm getting up against a concrete wall. Um, you know, they, they, it sort of few oils, the yeah. This shift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, for, uh, Gemini, they're going to add the, the new connecting dots, 
um, be willing to look, be willing to pay attention mm. to, to that for Gemini. And for Sag, it's the fire of enthusiasm, mm. right? It's like, this too can change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good times, good times. Okay, so Saturn in Aquarius. Um, as I've said earlier, we're doing this, this last run through um, that fixed sign. Um, and it ends on March the 7th when it does say hello to Pisces. Um, and so the mutable signs can, again, fuel that reality test. And so, um, you know, just keep it in mind to gain the elemental balance, um, you know, so for the fixed signs that are air, you're looking to Gemini, you know, Taurus, you're looking to Virgo, Scorpio, you're looking to Pisces, Sag, you're looking to Leo. Um, and we can, they can, you guys can help facilitate, you mm -hmm. know, what Saturn's been demanding in terms of look at the reality. Is this going to work? No, it's probably got to change because, you know, yeah. that's been under that sort of pressure, but we do have a shift. <laughs> and so uh, it's been 28-ish years since the last time Saturn was in Pisces. And so, of course, we're going to have a new crop of first Saturn return kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which that Saturn in Pisces, I mean, you know, I don't know for you, Jill, but for me, when I've looked at charts where that Saturn is uh, prominent in somebody's life. It's usually not prominent in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Saturn, Saturn, it's a hard one. Matt. Saturn tends to bring a, well, because it is sort of principle of reality, what we consider concrete reality. Yeah. Uh, emphasis on the concrete part. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And, so, and so water is. And like, that, that means that's sort of the hard lessons that yeah. people talk about. So it, it, it's not people's favorite planet generally. Not for Pisces. Um, definitely not. And well, not for most people. That, true. You know, true. It, he, doesn't, he doesn't get a good rep. Um, but at the same time, very necessary energy. Yeah. Um, yes. And, and ideally, as with Pisces, the ideal is to be focused on the more spiritual. With Saturn, it's about being more responsible, more, you know. Um, understanding boundaries, I understanding think. Understanding boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a big one. And that's going to be difficult for, yeah. for that's a difficulty for Saturn and Pisces because yeah. Pisces is the boundless. Boundless. <laughs> Empathetical you know? so, too. And in some ways it can bring form to that. So that yeah. can be a positive. It's, yes. You know, there's there's never an absolute no. negative no. to any of this. Yeah. So we want to focus on the positive things that these planets yeah. can do in various yeah. signs. And yeah, I mean, you have the, the planet of form going into this boundlessness that can yeah. give give form to it, give structure to it, and yeah. you know, channel it in a way that can be beneficial, but it, it takes hard work. Oh yeah, they, that's, and that's I think, principle of Saturn. <laughs> yeah, and I think the other thing is it takes um, a conscious choice. Absolutely. Yeah, Saturn yeah. is demanding that you, you know, be aware of what you're doing, and, and so that's where responsibility comes in. Right? Yeah, responsibility is the ability to respond. respond exactly, and, and rather than reacting, we need to take you know. Yeah, again, wake up, and, and it requires maturity, which is yeah. again a Saturnian thing. Yeah, where you realize, okay, I'm 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a grown up. Yes, but the big, big girl boy and, and girl panties on. Yeah, and yeah, step yeah. up to the play and and yeah, take responsibility yeah. for myself and my mm -hmm. responses to things. Exactly. So this Saturn, of course, takes approximately two and a half years to go through a sign. So it will systematically touch all of your Piscean points, and mm -hmm. this is the conjunction, and so. Um, I often cast it as a reality test. And depending on the age of the person and what Saturn is hitting, mm -hmm. know that you can lock something in, a particular way of being responsible and concrete and set boundaries. And literally, if it's the conjunction, it can set up for 28 years. Mm -hmm. um, and depending on who and what the Saturn through Pisces is touching, if it's um, it can be a square, and so that's a seven-year thing for um, the Gemini. Or, yeah, for the Gemini. No, that's the that's the last. It's Sag. <laughs> for Sag, it's oh, now I am confused. Yes, for Sag, it's the first seven-year check of what you set mm. in motion seven years ago. So you get a chance to adjust. Um, if you like the reality keep it the way it is. If you don't, make an adjustment. Uh, for Gemini, it's the last adjustment before you end that cycle and start a new one. And then obviously for Virgo, which is straight across the chart, this is the 18-year, almost like a full moon effect mm -hmm. where you go, oh, this is what I achieved with what I set in motion 18 years ago. Or I'm not quite there. And yeah. I and need I to need adjust. To, yeah, exactly. Do the adjustment. And so, you know, there is going to be, uh, you know, people who are doing the actual returns. Um, so they're, you know, 27, 28 years old or 57, 58, 59, somewhere in there getting their second Saturn return. So for folks that are doing that, um, you know, you need to cut yourself some slack, but you need to um, like really look at what reality is putting up in your face. Like, mm -hmm. Don't be, yeah, don't and, sidestep this. And mm -hmm. Yeah, no, because again, this is the time to mature, to yeah. grow up, to not, you know, kind of continue mm -hmm. being a teenager. You're grown up now. And, yeah. And <laughs> yes. So it's time to, time to just, you know. Step up to the plate. Be, be a, a grown up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do recommend um, for both the Pluto in Aquarius and uh, Saturn going into Pisces, uh, a fellow astrologer, Sean Nygaard, N-Y-G-A-A-R-D, um, who has done lectures and written articles in the Mountain Astrologer mm -hmm. magazine. And he offers a really wide perspective on the possibilities that this these two major planetary ingresses will offer for people with those signatures yeah so mm -hmm. i really highly yeah recommend it's always that. good to look at various yeah yeah you take. do you do because you're going to want some, we will all have our different take on what's going on yeah what and how best to navigate or yep. make use of Okay, so our next guy, of course, is Chiron, who um, entered Aries back in 2018, will leave in 2027. So he's the planet that offers the opportunity for healing. Um, and he's in the middle degrees right now, Aries. Mm -hmm. um, and so for Sag, that makes it easy. 
Don't just miss it because it's so easy. No, do the work. Um, that's the trine. Of course, for Gemini, it is a sextile. So it could be popping bubbles of denial where, you know, it's really important to, oh, I really need to look at this. Uh, for Pisces, you know, they may not even pay attention to it. That's my, maybe not a good idea. Uh, for Virgo, it's definitely an irritation. It's like, mm. oh, okay. So somebody's picking at a scab. Yeah. And if you're picking at a scab in your life, Virgo, yeah, you might want to deal with it. And know? with Chiron, it's always best to go with more natural means of healing. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't, it, that's what it's about. Right? Yeah. Chiron and mythology was all about using herbs and yes, and chiropractic and yeah. <laughs> those kinds of things yeah, to, yeah. to work had, with. Had both snakes, the caduceus had to both work snakes, with not just one. The natural environment of the body, and because and, we heal from within, not from without. So, yeah, exactly. All righty. So, next up is Jupiter. And of course, Jupiter is. For Pisces and Sag, it's like, yes. <laughs> and so um, it's dipping into, um, okay, yeah. So it's finishing off its Aries run um, as we first start into 2023. And it's a straight run. Yes. There are no retrogrades um, right it's at the beginning. Finishing off its Pisces run. Mm. Going into Aries. Well, that's right now, but by 20, oh. the start of 2023. It is fully into Aries. Okay. Yeah. And it's Sorry. doing it straight run through yes. without any retrogrades. Okay. Um, and so keep in mind that mutables and cardinal signs work well together. Okay. So that helps. Uh, so, uh, you know, for Sagittarius, it's a yippee, right? That's a nice trine. For Gemini, it's a sextile. And so, that can be a little dangerous with too much optimism and could overshoot the mark. And, and so yeah, with the Jupiter, sad. there's often too much. Yeah, just put over or too much yeah. or so. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's this is why we have planet like Saturn because it reigns in what Jupiter yeah. overdoes. So <laughs> exactly. Everything exactly. is about balance. Yeah. So, so yes, you know, we can go over the top with things. Yep. And with the Jupiter in Pisces, that can, you know, ha may have been for some people a difficulty with drugs, alcohol, et cetera, yeah, toxins yeah. in general, because too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas going into Aries, uh, Jupiter is much more comfortable in Aries. Yes, because of the Sag rulership. It is a yep. fire, fire sign. And, mm -hmm. and Jupiter, um, yeah, plus, you know, it's about. Like I said before, Jupiter likes freedom and uh -huh. you know, don't fence me in kind of stuff. So in yeah. Aries, it's like, yeah, now I can run. <laughs> yes, yes. Let me run it will. Yeah, I'll run with this. Yeah. So okay. Great. So meanwhile, um, now that it has left Pisces and by the start of the year, it's definitely in Aries. Pisces, it's like oh, goodbye. Uh, but Virgo, it's like, oh, God, when will this be over? Because it's very irritating. Um, it's too over the top. It's not detailed enough. It's, yeah, it's not fun. Not but fun. it can be helpful. It gives a big picture where Virgo yes. tends to put, focus on the minutiae. So yeah. that can be beneficial where yeah. you can get sort of, the, oh, I see there is more to see than yeah. I'm looking at with my 10 yeah. to tunnel vision. So. 
um, you know, there, there's always potential positives there. Yes, but, you know, definitely. You have to be aware. Yeah, you have to take it. You have to look. That, you know, you have to go. Oh, okay, I'm being irritated. Maybe there's something I need to look yeah, at. Yeah, and this this yeah. is where astrology, this kind of thing, is helpful. Yes, is to to say, you know, don't just ignore. You know, take a look, see what's really going on, because uh -huh. this is trying to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, so Jupiter will be joining Uranus in Taurus, um, and it starts in May uh, 16th of 2023. So, of course, we're going to add the word over to all things Taurus. And so, you know, like, so overeating of absolutely delicious, delectable food. Really? That's a point? Okay. Well, or really enjoying the aesthetic of touch and experience, even out there in the world, like in the forest, right? Just remember whether or not you actually know how to swim, uh, you know, when you're in the water, or that do you really know how to climb this mountain? <laughs> Because Jupiter's there saying, freedom, I can do it. Uh, yeah, so be careful of the overboard. Yeah, always with Jupiter. Yeah, always but, with but Jupiter. at the yeah. same time, it gives an expansiveness, which yes. is very beneficial. Yeah. You know, as I said before, it gives an expanded view. And so yeah. more possibilities. Yes. What is possible? It's like anything yeah. is possible, which is true. And Jupiter is what tells us that. Yeah. It says, Hey, you know, don't limit yourself. Don't limit your vision yes. of what is possible. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's where it could have been beneficial going through Pisces if it's, you know, if you're able to tap into that and see mm -hmm. the broader possibilities that we never think of because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we need the imagination of, of Pisces to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, there was, again, even in Pisces, there's a positive <laughs> positive side, side totally. to it and totally. so yeah i think it's yeah. you know in this case it's it's what are the possibilities for the earth itself mm -hmm. taurus is the earth the yeah preeminent earth sign it's about as earthy as you can get yeah okay so um we've got uh in the in this year uh, Jupiter will not catch up to Uranus, but we do have to bear in mind that Uranus is also sharing space with Taurus mm -hmm. uh, and Jupiter. And so, yeah, just the overboard thing could really be overboard. Uh, so for Pisces and Virgo, although, they... Sorry, although Taurus is a fairly conservative sign. It is. Which is helpful. But they could go that. overboard in their attempts to... No, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, and both, both there's an edge there. Both Jupiter and Uranus are very concerned with freedom. True, and true. But Uranus is the unexpected. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. so it could be overboard unexpected. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so for Pisces and Virgo, they can connect to this and they can quite enjoy it. Uh, Virgo obviously can, in terms of new perspective of what Uranus is breaking apart and breaking open, uh, Virgo can actually pull it into something that's usable which mm -hmm. yes this that is where is, that broader perspective yeah may, this is huge really yeah because because taurus is a very practical sun yeah exactly sign. yeah and the earth signs are, are practical 
Yeah. And so we can see some changes around how we deal with the earth, how we live on this planet with Jupiter there that will give us hope and optimism um, and, you know, and new options new and new options. Yes. New opportunities, new possibilities. Yeah. yeah. And they'll yeah. be practical with Virgo. Right? Exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so for Pisces, this is the sextile. Um, and so more people may wake up to, you know, sort of that um, hidden um, world of, uh, uh, you know, like ecosystems in which everything does speak to everything, but not in a language that our rational brains necessarily think is even relevant. But phew, yeah, but it, it is. But Taurus can give a container for what? happened when Jupiter was going through Pisces, right? Because mm -hmm. it can have brought up all kinds of stuff that you didn't make sense of then, but yep. sort of has, oh, I can see it in a different way now. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. For Gemini, this is likely to be a bit of a non-event, uh, but for Sag, um, an almost good thing, but not quite right, right? Like it's trying to picture this new world that needs to happen, um, but it isn't in conjunct. So it's, you know, it's difficult concessions. It's um, difficulty in terms of, oh, okay, okay, maybe I can see this just, you know, making an adjustment. And this is where the mutability yes, can, be very, can be very helpful because... <laughs> yeah. That's the forte of the mutable signs is changing direction and adjusting yeah. Yeah. to what yeah. it is. So that, that can be a very positive thing. Yeah. And it's just as a, you know, a sad circuit, just remember that what we're saying here, that is your forte to see new options. And, and Jupiter is your ruler. Yeah. And so do get with the program. No, <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> Okay, um, here we go. So now we're down to, you know, the faster moving guys. And obviously, since September, um, that uh, Mars has been in Gemini, and it will continue until March. Um, it leaves March 25th. So the Gemini folks, by and large, are probably going to be quite happy <laughs> when Mars leaves. I know the rest of us are going this is like Mercury on steroids. Yeah, this kind of. <laughs> retrograde is just so bizarro. Um, and, you know, so for Gemini, it's, you've got energy, you don't have energy, you got energy, you know, you're getting into fights with, which may not be, you know, relevant. Um, you're having to reconnect dots constantly. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's not been an easy go. And so for Sag, that kind of, you know, readjusting and energy up and energy down has been walking through the door. Uh, for Pisces, Virgo, you know, they keep, they keep getting run into by, you know, this readjusting energy, no energy. Um, and yeah, it's, this is a tricky one. Well, the other thing with the Sagittarius, well, with any of the oppositional ones, yeah. is that oppositions can give you perspective as well. Yes. So, so yeah, you might see things that you didn't see before because yes. it's it's like not kind of going on in here. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, it's walking in the I door. See it. Yeah. So that yeah. can be really helpful. It can be frustrating yeah. at times, obviously, but yeah, because sometimes yeah. it's a... a another person with a different point of view idea that yeah. you kind of go what, <laughs> what? but i didn't know, know about that I but didn't at know the about same that. time if you're open you know uh, 
Jupiter opens things up. Yeah. It makes things more, yeah, like I say, possibilities and opportunities. And yeah. so you won't necessarily dismiss it as much as you might otherwise. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay, so um, notable times for when uh, Mars is going to hand you the ticket to lots more energy, can do things, um, you know, the, the ability to um, say yes to something or no to something and actually be heard. Um, so for Virgo, this will be July 23rd to August 27th that Mars goes through Virgo. Um, and, uh, you know, Pisces, I recommend putting a shield wall up <laughs> so that, you know, the fiery sword of Virgo with a Mars, you know, Mars in Virgo with a sword in its hand doesn't completely wipe you out. Uh, for Gemini and uh, Sagittarius, again, you know, you're, you're obviously have had contentions over the years with Virgo energy in terms of it being way too nitpicky, and now it has a sword. And so, again, you want to bracket 23rd of July to August 27th to just go, fine. The other thing with the oppositions, too, it can present... Um people that can be helpful in, oh yeah in dealing and, with it that kind of or presenting I you know that kind of energy in a way yeah that you can handle it or not or not exactly okay uh so it's next ingress that is particular to mutables will be sag um and that goes from november 24th to january the 4th of 2024 um and so giving a fiery sword to sag who can get caught up in having the way the truth and the light mm, um please be discerning <laughs> you know your flaming sword looks really cool or your flaming arrow that you want to shoot out there um, make sure you're on target. Yeah, make sure you're, you know, you're, yeah, and 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 whether or not you actually need to pull it out, that might be a thing, you oh. know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so for Gemini's, they're like, you need the shield wall, right? Because it's coming right at you. Um, but again, like Jill was saying, this this is a balancing act. It works both ways in terms of coming to a compromise that's actually doable and mm -hmm. useful mm -hmm. for both Sag and Gemini. Uh, meanwhile, in the intersection of life, the flaming sword is going to T-bone Virgo Pisces. Um, and... Yeah, that's just not comfortable in any way you look at it. <laughs> but always, and one of the things that I'm, I'm kind of remiss in, in all three of these little tapings that we've done is reminding people that what the T-square presents is one's ability to be respectful of a different way of being in the world. Absolutely. And yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a really important lesson. Yes, it is. With that's the, the squares, the squares yeah. can be very energizing but challenging. And so, you know, a challenge isn't a bad thing. It's no. where we grow. So yeah, they are really opportunities for growth. And you know, most of us want to carry on the way we are. So that's not necessarily <laughs> comfortable. But yeah, that's you know where we yeah. can really learn something and yes. you know again being open to that yeah being open and respectful of what does this bring what could this bring to my life rather than just being pissed off that somebody t-boned you 
Yeah. And also realizing that if you're pissed off, it's your anger, not somebody. Somebody else didn't put it there. Yeah. That's so right. you're being triggered. Yeah. So that's where you can do the work, the inner work. Look within. What in me is being triggered by this? Yeah. And why? What is uncomfortable? What can yeah. I learn from that? Because you know they didn't do that. I. Yeah. Well, that's coming from me. Mm -hmm. If I'm angry, it's my anger. Yeah. So you know what is it that got mm -hmm. poked? Oh, <laughs> yes, because yeah. Mars likes to poke. <laughs> oh yes, Mars is very good at it. It's a very pokey thing. Yeah, very yeah, pointed, sharp, sharp, yeah. cutting. Yes. Okay, so Venus now, of course, next year is a year in which Venus does do its retrograde. Um, it's doing it in Leo. And so um, if you have Leo circuits, obviously, if you think back eight years ago, you will get an idea of the last time Venus was retrograde in Leo as to a little bit of a heads up of what it might be like this year. Um, for the mutables, retrogrades aren't really that big a deal because they get the review, the revision, the, you know, the adaptability that's being asked for. Um, and so Gemini and Sag can totally accommodate uh, a Venus retrograde in Leo. Uh, for Gemini, it's the sextile. They're happy that things are getting shaken up. And for Sagittarius, it's like, look, look, this is this is new. This we can be in relationship in this new way. It'll be wonderful, etc. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and it's important with any retrograde to realize it's time to go back over. Yeah, not start something new. Um, you have to kind of go over the old ground in order to be ready to go into the yes. new when it goes through. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so for Virgo, likely a non-event because it's right next door. But for Pisces, an uneasy negotiation with folks, right? Yeah. Going to have to negotiate. Things have to change. They're changing. Um, you know, my old script, which everybody is just, you know, like, God, does she say that? Yeah, I do. Change, leave, or die. Those are your options, always. <laughs> Spoken from my truly, uh, whatever, Scorpio, Scorpio point of view. Point of view. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so notable pas passages. Actually, Venus in her trip in 2023 shows up for all four of the mutable sides. So if you're looking for love, if you're looking for um, a refreshing, refreshing of the way you want to present yourself out there in the world in terms of how you want to be social, um, uh, if you're into the arts of any kind, Venus coming through your sign is going to aid that. It be very creative. Yeah, it can be quite nice. So Venus in Pisces is January 26th to February 19th. Venus in Gemini is April 10th to May 7th. Venus in Virgo is October 8th to November 8th. And Venus in Sag starts December 29th, still within the year, <laughs> and finishes in January of 2023 of 2024. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we come to last but not least is Mercury. And all three, except for the last one, all four of the retrogrades that are happening in 2023 are in Earth signs. So obviously, Gemini and Sag are like, <laughs> but Virgo and Pisces, they can get on board with this. So the first one, of course, is 
um, you know, on December 28th, and again, another reminder to folks, we'll have Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde over the New Year's. Heads up, find a rock to hide under. <laughs> Just my suggestion. <laughs> and, and be careful on the road. And be very careful traveling. Very, very, very careful traveling. Okay, so this is Mercury in Capricorn. And like I was saying, Pisces and Virgo can work with this. Uh, obviously, it's the trine to Virgo. For Pisces, it's the sextile. So they can accommodate. They can help those who are struggling with this retrograde to, you know, find a way to adapt and change and do what's necessary. Uh, the next uh, full retrograde is in Taurus. So this is teaming up with Jupiter and Uranus. So again, Virgo and Pisces can help people during, this is April 21st to May 14th. Um, and, you know, Sag and um, Gemini are just like more irritated than anything and not really going to be helpful <laughs> for them. Okay, the next retrograde is in Virgo. Now, my suspicion is, is for Virgos, Mercury retrograde is just not fun. It's not fun for most people. But no, but for them in yeah. particular, yeah. they're going to be like, they'll, they'll have done something and then somebody will say, well, that's not right. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> How do you, what? no, no, I have attention to detail. This is right. And, but it might not be. No, and we all yeah. need to, so, we all need to, you know, when Mercury's retrograde, yeah. we all need to review, redo, redo. Revision. Rethink, revision. Yeah. Um, you know, don't just assume you got yeah the you, answers or you know what yeah. you know what yeah. you did was right. You can it's your opportunity to course correct, you know. Yeah, yeah, to, exactly. To make a different decision that, yeah. than you did already. So uh, Virgos need to flag on their calendar August 23rd um, through September 15th. And if you're into astrology, you will also include the shadow period, mm. which is when Virgo, as it's coming up to 21 degrees Virgo, will notice when it passes eight degrees Virgo. Um, and then you're fully out of it when um, in its direct motion, it passes 21 degrees Virgo. Yeah. And so, you know, for Virgos, just because your attention to detail is your shtick, you're going to want to include the shadow phase as well. Yeah, yeah. People feel it before they feel before it's really yes retrograde and yeah. and after. For yeah, more. yeah, exactly. Okay, so like I was saying, for Sag and Gemini, ugh, ugh, no, they're yeah, mm, not fun, not fun at all. And Pisces, of course, this is walking in the door. And if you happen to have Mercury in Pisces. Again, heartfelt condolences for the fact that you can say everything in the way you think you've said it and you think you yeah. know exactly what it means and no one is going to understand. Yeah. And yeah. It's that's just the best be it'll, be, it'll be, you're talking Swahili, <laughs> they're talking German and, um, you know, you're, you, you just have to be very conscious and go, this is what I'm saying. Can you say it back to me in the way you think I said it? And that's good advice for, it is. for yeah. everybody yeah. when Mercury is retrograde. Yeah. Because misunderstandings yes. are, are more likely to happen. Exactly. Uh, exactly. We jump to conclusions rather than thinking through what we heard. Yeah. Or making sure we yeah. heard what we thought we heard. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that particular Mercury retrograde for the mutables will be tough. Yeah. It's important to realize that often we hear what we think we're going to hear. Yes. Rather than what's really being said. Yes, that is and that's very true, true all the time, but yeah, particularly but, when Mercury's retrograde. Exactly. Okay, so the final Mercury retrograde is an echo of the one that's coming up at the end of December here. Um, and obviously, <laughs> Pisces Virgo can work with a Capricorn Mercury retrograde. It's the sextile and trine. Uh, for Gemini, it's going to be super irritating. And for Sag, probably a non-event. Mm. Yeah, so there you have it, you mutable folks. Oh, look, we're down to only 11 minutes. Oh, yeah. We took our time. We that did. was good. Yes, okay. Did. So Jill's going to pull up the, um, uh, first you have to have the program up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Click there and bring the program up and then, then it will. So I would, there you go. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Okie Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I'm, yeah, so if you starting, in, yeah, you go up to that little guy there that's running. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So what we've put up and she's going to go ahead by days till we get to the first. So you go yep, up there. Yeah. And then down yeah. Okay. So you just, it depends on how fast that goes, but you have to be willing to hit stop when you need to or not. So what we're gonna do is, so the clock is moving, showing us day by day how the planets move, uh, which for those who are watching, and I'm not entirely sure that they can see this. So I'm gonna get you to just hit stop and go back to Zoom, yeah. which is down there. Okay, and then click on us and then uh, stop the share because that wasn't up there yet. Okay, and now there. Okay, so now we have it. Yeah, they can definitely see it now. Okay. Okay, so um, <laughs> we, we can just run it the way it's running and then stop. So maybe move our picture out yes, of the way, which is that a pain would be helpful. in the butt. Uh, so we're going to days here. Yeah, and yes. just let it run until we see that Pluto is, because it changes signs before Aquarius, uh, Saturn moves into Pisces. So get ready to stop it so this is towards the end of january of course it'll catch up to the sun and i think it's in february that it actually um, march i believe oh is it march oh yes. so maybe they change very close to each oh, other yeah, they, i think yeah so here we go saturn's getting close to sorry. yeah oops sorry yeah yeah we can keep going so this is, we're into the end of February. Oh, and it's a leap year this year. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it'll be a couple of days yeah. further. Yeah. There we go. Wait a minute, Saturn's already gone. Oh, okay, well, let's stop yeah. and back up. It's easier if you use the, yeah, but that's okay, yeah. So it does go first, well, there we go. There we go. So no, you, that'll just keep it moving too Sorry. fast. Yeah. yeah, so use, no, use these ones, yeah. There you go. So there it has gone in, in early March. Yeah, March, March 7th. And at that time, so Pluto is just right on the edge. It's only got 10 minutes left before yeah. it's gonna change. Yeah. Um, so Uranus, this is, that's huge, I mean, that two of the, 
Mm -hmm. outer planets are actually within a week of each other moving yeah. you know probably within yes yeah and so what we can expect in march is to literally feel an energetic shift oh. yeah and it should be significant we're going to hope it's not like the 2008 when pluto dropped into capricorn and we had a complete meltdown of the world um but it might it could very yeah. easily you know, be that type of, especially with Saturn moving Saturn. out of its structure. Yeah, I was just going to say it's going yeah. into Pisces, which is it's like the the planet that needs structure is in the sea of what? What? Yeah, um, and so things could start dissolving that yeah. did have good form or not good form, but were you know like solid and predictable, and, and all, all of a sudden they're not. And already infrastructures are are not, yeah not stable. No, they are a lot of places. So it's yeah. it's 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 been moving in that direction, which is of course the, the way things go. They don't suddenly stop start when it shifts into the next sign, it eases in. Yeah. And and so you know, Saturn's known where he's going. Um and yeah, it's it's like dissolving the structures. So, yeah, which yeah. in many ways is a good thing when you're talking about the corporate structures and all those kinds of things that are no longer serving, not serving. Yeah, human. And humans. so we can also note that when Saturn does this into Pisces, that Mars is still in Gemini. Oh yes. So there's tension there. Yeah. Um, it is direct. But and yeah. and now we have Saturn with Neptune, and um reality versus the unknown that particular combination has never been known to be easy fortunately they don't actually start to kiss until they both move into Aries. and just as it's going in you've got the moon ah yes squaring, you've got a full moon squaring mars yeah you know, first it's the full moon yeah then you've got it squaring mars and opposing neptune so it's bringing in all this yeah yeah so the mutables will really notice that uh first 10 days of march yeah yeah we all will be yeah. well we all will but they in particular yes. will be fielding yes. and a lot of places energy there yeah a lot with saturn yeah. mercury sun and neptune yeah. and pisces so and virgo's trying to hold balance here <laughs> good luck with that yeah <laughs> trying to keep some emotional balance good luck fortunately the moon moves quickly i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that's uh that's a very interesting day yeah a um, couple of days i'm yes yeah will... no no do the other one do yep. the other one. Yeah, yeah just one day at a time because it's only going to take well maybe a week yeah maybe it is a week before it goes so we are now trying to get pluto forward to when it falls into aquarius Wait, oh here we go there Yes. Okay. So that's March 23rd. And that's the exact yes. ingress. That's a zero degrees. And, and like what we've said before, this is activating that point where Jupiter and Saturn came together. In dramatically. Very dramatic form. Um, hyper dramatic. Um, December of 2020. December, the solstice of yes. 2020. So the return of the light and all that yeah. jazz. And, and yeah, you've got uh, interesting... Uh, yeah, and so lots of Aries energy to go with that, which is a sextile, okay? Um, and the square is to, um, you know, Uranus. And although this is not, this is only square by sign, um, but again, we so we've been used to Saturn squaring yeah. Uranus energy. Yeah. Now this is Pluto yeah, yeah. squaring Uranus. 
Um, fortunately, it's not going to go exact um, throughout um, the rest of Taurus's trip through, or the rest of Uranus's trip through Taurus, because he's he moves way faster than Pluto. What will be interesting, though, is when the nodes yes. are square in Pluto. Yeah. Yeah, because they are backing up. They go in the reverse direction. And they're kind of about where we're coming from, where we're going. Yeah. What we need to leave behind, what we need to yeah. grow yeah. and develop. Exactly. So that will be an interesting, I think, yeah. point in that whole thing. And I think the other thing we're going to feel, because Mars is going to, within days, go into Cancer. And this is just two days after. Yeah, the, the um, spring equinox. Yeah, the spring equinox. So that's yeah. that's very significant, mm -hmm. I think, to get, especially given the solstice point from yeah 2020. It's like you know, like we've said before, those are highlighting that world axis and yeah, exactly, kind of pointing a finger saying, yeah. yeah, don't miss this. It's important. Yep. Okay, we have managed to do another episode. And it will retrograde back to that point. Oh, many times. During 2023 too. So it's and been, 2024. And 2024. So that's yeah. going to be an interesting one to watch yeah. as we go forward. Oh, totally. Totally. Like, yeah, like fingers pointed at that week, the last and, week of March. And, yeah. and Mars is just ready to ingress into, yeah. into uh, yeah. Cancer. Mm. Okay. Thank you folks for listening, uh -huh. uh, especially you out in radio land. And um, yeah, a reminder that you have been listening to CJMP 90.1 FM Cafet Regions Community Radio Station. And we look forward to, let's see, our next episode will be just a really, you know, basic what's happening in January. Mm. Yeah, which there is quite a bit, actually. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So in the meantime, take care, folks, and have a wonderful New Year's, because yes. I think it's tonight or something when this, yeah, I don't know if it's the 31st or the no, 30th. 30, no, the 31st is going to be our January. Oh, that's right, too. So yeah, have a good Christmas. Yes. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.